Let's get it. What a glorious day of football, man. The R's, the R's are back. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> How are you feeling about Wednesday? Um, I'm I'm excited. This is gonna be a really good test. Um, I'm I'm looking for Liverpool to kind of get up, get out of second gear for once. Um, I think really, you guys like, are in pretty good form. I don't well, know. we need like I mean. We're doing championship stuff, which is winning games like where we got to grind. Right. Maybe we shouldn't have won. You right. know, we didn't look good. That's what championship teams do. But right now, I'm looking for I'm looking for Liverpool to kind of put it all together. Because I know I feel like Arsenal is going to come out hot. I think I so feel too. Like I Arsenal think Arsenal has. You know, they just they just know what we're about. Recently, we've we've had their number. You know. We've, no, you definitely have. You guys we've have given it to you guys it's more been, than a few times. Yeah, it's it's been ugly a couple times recently, but and I feel like you guys have confidence, and you guys have. No, um, I, I think we're in the best form we've had all year. Mm-hmm. I think we're, I think we're the two teams in the most form right now in the league. Honestly, even City's been like sputtering a little bit at times. Like, really? Wow! I mean, that's I how that's nothing. how you guys caught up, right? I know like, nothing about what City is doing. Right now. I mean, they. I mean, they're I still dominant as ever. But I don't know. I don't want to say interesting teams because, like, I even know what Wofford is doing and stuff like that. But I right. just don't care. I just expect them. That to was be mad in disrespectful. What you said last they episode, win, bro. What? I can't lie. What? You said. You said. <laughs> I'm just gonna expose you again. <laughs> just all the city fans. If they didn't, they missed it we, last week. Catch it this week. You said fucking. You said City's like so boring, not as a team, just as like a concept. And I was, bro, I was listening to the replay today, and I was losing it. I was like, that is so disrespectful, bro. I don't know if I don't know if y'all can hear in the background, but shout out to Dev Studios. Wait, oh yeah, we yo, live. Change that. episode twenty four. Change that. What colors are these, bro? This is called um, shattered gold. All right, this is all part of the process. I think we should just leave this in and and. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We All need right. some crimson, crimson yeah. red. Turn that go, to, Cougs. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. All right, so gotta set the uh, what, what's the vibe your right? Kind of, kind of set me straight on like what your guys' tactics are. Um, like, how have you guys been doing recently? And like, what is like, what's your, what do you expect to happen? <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because it's gonna contradict everything because. Arsenal's been playing a particular way. Yeah, that's disgusting. We got the Mbappe clip where he, yeah. We got we got you know, PSG you know. Real Madrid on right now. Um, beautiful game, but no. Nah, so what what we've been doing is we've been pressing teams high, bro. That's the biggest thing. That's why we're like there's such a difference because Gabriel compared to last year because Gabriel finally got his partner and Ben White and Gabriel are both so good mm-hmm. and confident at like line of confrontation being damn near at the like halfway right and so we just play so fast um we knock the ball around a lot yeah kamavinga shout out uh we knock the ball around so well it i mean it feels like spanish influence like pep ball bro it really does like um i think I think compared to like last year, we were super like lopsided and we had this weird system of just like overload, Tierney's side, get him some space to cross a ball. Now it's like, no, we got Martin Odegaard in the middle of the park and this man is 
the fucking conductor and he's pulling all the strings he's the puppet master he can create any angle out of any situation dude i was watching this lester game today uh-huh. and there's this li- it's like the smallest things it's like he drops all the way back into midfield and he's linking up with party and he does like this one two with party but as he's doing the second pass he's like flicking it like behind his leg and turning up field at the same time and he's just creating these like better angles for him to get the ball back because he knows right. like i'm giving you the ball you're giving it right back and then he plays some insane like he will, sublime i mean you, pass you talk about never spanish seen. influence it's it's funny because you know i feel like the two players with the biggest spanish influence are not spanish feel me yeah because they both played party and odegaard both played in La Liga for how many years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Odegaard has definitely developed his game there. I mean, he was Dude. contracted with Real Madrid, went to um, Real Sociedad. I can't. I don't know if he played for another Spanish team, um, but Party, I mean, Atletico mainstay for right. how long? You can tell, too. Like, he's just he's just so silky on the ball, bro. Like, I always maintain that Party is a Spanish player. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true. It's facts. And, like, it, he's... He's coming to his own so well. Like ever since this interview he did in January, and he said he's a four out of ten. His Arsenal career is a four out of ten. He's been man of the match performances every single week. Yeah. This is party at his best. We've pushed Granite Xhaka up the line a little bit, so he's kind of playing like a line ahead of party, which kind of turns party into a. He's not really a single pivot because Granite. It's not like Granite Xhaka is like bombing forward. He's mm-hmm. still kind of covering for him, but like. Granite Xhaka's main role is to just keep the ball moving, swing it this way, swing it that way. You okay. got this wand of a left foot we all hear about? All right, let's see it. Like, Let's okay. actually use it and not just have you running, chasing down people with your 50 FIFA pace and <laughs> getting late fouls. But, I mean, a lot of our attack a lot of times, too, is just get the ball to Saka and let him cook. like it's just like swing it one way swing it the other way oh you can't break him down all right martinelli your turn Saka, your turn who is it you were saying Saka will just expose whatever outside back is on him like the last few games i'm not saying he's gonna do that to fucking robertson or anyone but like what's his playing style like what has he developed into from he is he is yeah so like last season um i always thought of him as kind of like a like end goal would be like a bernardo silva type I guess like kind of like the silky like dribbler who has incredible passing and Mm -hmm. he's more of like a support role in the attack when he plays in like the front three you know yeah but no he's a goal threat bro he's fully become a goal threat this year he's he is I'm gonna either he's like I'm gonna get this ball I'm gonna size you up 45 degrees if I'm going this way I'm gonna curl it I'm gonna shoot it or I'm gonna like slot the striker making a run Hmm. mainly towards the middle of the field or if I'm going the other way I'm gonna cut it back Soccer cutbacks are deadly this season. And, um, and then Martinelli is just... If you haven't watched Martinelli, then I guess you would... You would, you have to see it to know. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's just... I'm going. <laughs> like, I'm going to dribble through it's anything. Right? Yeah. Um, but the reason this is all like... It's not really the time to even talk about it. It's because when we play you guys, it's going to be completely different. I already know. Like, we're going to blow block your ass. We're going to do like, we're going to pack it in. Gabriel or Martinelli and, uh, and soccer are going to be punched, pinched in all the way back hmm. covering for Tamiyasu. Like it's going to be like that. And then it's going to be a lot of, we get the ball, knock it up to Lacazette, knock it down to Odegaard. And then right. let's go and let's hope we can go and catch a break on Van Dyke. But real quick, because I mean, I, I touched on like Arsenal's success last episode, but I didn't really, 
I gotta shout out a couple things. A shout out party. Shout out to. Uh, oh, by the way, bro. Hmm. That game is gonna depend so much on Thomas' party. Like, if we're, it's, it's gonna be so fun, bro. Because he is playing the best he's ever played in that shirt right now. Okay. Fans are buzzing, bro. Oh, I'm ready. It's gonna be such a good game, bro. I'm I can't, excited. I'm, I'm excited, excited too, bro. Because I don't really have the biggest like expectations, but I'm like, we could fight. Have I said this already? I feel like if there's gonna be any game that you guys suddenly switch up your tactics and try something completely new, like absolutely new, like complete different reactions, like mechanisms, whoever, like trigger players. I feel like it's gonna be versus us this time. Yeah, you got nothing and to lose. I feel like. I don't know. Maybe you guys turn into a track meet. That'll be fun. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I. All I know is it's gonna be much more. It should be. I'm expecting it to be much more difficult than it has been in the last few years. I think it will too. Um, I think you guys. I mean, out of the top four teams, you guys might have the most intense. You guys seem the most focused. Hundred percent. Um. That's that's the real difference right now. I think but, our I think our center backs and our like our backline in general are just playing so well right now too. I think I think particularly our that, center backs. I think the fact that Arsenal plays like this really interesting style of Spanish and English football is, I mean, yeah, it's almost, you almost want to call it Manchester City. Well, here's but the it's thing like a little too. more Spanish than that, but I think that plays into Liverpool's strengths because. Like I like Liverpool has always been one of those teams that like has flourished in Europe just because like teams that actually try and play football and like give us time and space and 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 like try and play the same way we play and stuff like not the same way but like that try and match the same intensity like we I don't know we always give it to them and it's like I feel like that's I don't know maybe you guys English it up and get you know what I'm saying maybe I'm, you guys get I'm a real get a real beans on toast to see this, what this game but I feel like. You guys have always tried like a European approach against us, and that's just kind of what's done you in. So, well, here's the thing, right? It's because like last time we played you guys, yeah, I remember I was so disappointed. I was just like, I was like, I just feel like we didn't show up. I feel like we didn't have the energy level. I feel like we didn't even look like we wanted to win and compete because we've seen those games in in the Arsenal Liverpool games where Arsenal just come out flat. And I don't know what it is about like maybe they get fucking scared or something. I don't know, but. But the way we came out against Man City, if we come out like that against you guys, it's going to be such a good game. Because that was the high intensity pressing. We pinned Man City for a whole half. They couldn't even, they had like, I think they had one shot, zero shots on goal. And they like pretty much were inside their half most of that game. And Party was on one. Party was on anyone, any attacker's back before the ball even gets to their feet. Like that's, I mean, if we come out like that, then I'm really excited to see what could happen. Bruh. But if we're flat, Monet's gonna eat us up. I don't Calling see it. that's the thing. Liverpool's been I don't wanna say starting slow, but Liverpool's just been on some on some shit where like we're we're not really putting it together. Like we're like we're able to still suffocate, we're able to still dominate. But for some reason, like we just can't we just like our forwards just can't really you know put it together. Like they're not really working together that well. And and what I'm realizing is Luis Diaz, like, they're actively changing our dynamic right now. Luis Diaz is dang near a starter at this point. I'm not saying he's going to be in the next Champions League game or whatever, but I honestly think they, like, he, he's going to be very important in terms of, like, transitioning because I don't really think Jurgen Klopp is, like, I don't really think he's relying on Trent Alexander-Arnold to progress the ball anymore. I mean, it's more like an Andy Robertson is, like, the main ball progressor, okay? But now you have someone who's higher up a level, 
um, in Luis Diaz, who has who can do the same role that Sadio Mane kind of has, which is like get the ball up from you know midfield or whatever level all the way up to the top of the box or even inside the box. Mm-hmm. And Luis Diaz is kind of that guy now. Sadio Mane has like adapted so well into that central striker role. I'm really excited to see how he does against yeah against Ben White. If, um, if nothing else, and Gabriel, because Gabriel's a hothead, so he might yeah, even he pivot is. off of Ben White and go to Gabriel. If anything you know? else, though, like I don't even think you have to worry about Liverpool players not coming out, like the forwards not coming out with that fight, because like Luis Diaz is going to bring that fight, and I think it's going to be contagious, and I think the whole game's going to be pretty, pretty messy start to finish. I think I think it's going to be a lot of chirping. Between Benjamin this. White, Benjamin Benny Blanco, <laughs> and uh, and I hope I hope Mane plays center forward that game, bro. I really do. Cause like, <laughs> you, I know I know what you mean by chirping, but let's be real. Sadio is kind of like he don't talk to nobody. He just smiles and like he's like right, and I'm throws his elbows. You, I'm get you next time. Yeah, with his elbow. I mean, bro, the streets <laughs> made him, bro. This is this is what the Premier League is. Done he doesn't with. need to say nothing though, like. Bro, I Ben White will man. talk to him and he yeah. will throw his elbows and Ben White will laugh when Minamino misses open nets and Minamino's probably not playing against Arsenal. That's fine. Uh, this is I don't know why, but I just don't really if it comes down to it, if Liverpool is dominating the game, I can see Harvey Elliott. Really? Subbing it. I'm I can't I don't really want to say I can see him starting because I kinda hope he doesn't, but I can see him like put, coming and playing the game. Being like another attacking option, Minamino. I don't know why, but he. I don't want to say like leave him like to the cup games, but leave him to the cup games. Right. I like, mean that's him, fine, bro. He's a kid. Like he's he's twenty seven. But oh, okay. Well, well, I don't know. He looks like, young he's, as fuck. He's very. He's pretty intelligent, and like his his play style doesn't really seem to be based on age and like speed. No, not at all. But he's, he's, he's a just like a control guy. Yeah, he's getting a lot more comfortable. He's getting games every once in a while because he's not very consistent. That's his thing, right? He's had a few flashes where he just like looks. He looks great, but in all honesty, yeah. like, he's, he's only just showing his his appeal now. But anyways, getting back to it, bro. Mo Salah, he's either gonna explode or he's not scoring anything. He's getting locked up. Probably, <laughs> probably he's getting. But blocked, I'm just saying, though. like the type of emotional player that he is, I th- I don't know. I, I, Liverpool kind of gets up for Arsenal, like no matter what, we we have we don't have to beat you guys down, but like we have to like no, yeah, show you guys, ourselves. You guys definitely and it doesn't put matter up, how bad you guys are, we cannot let up. You guys definitely don't put up like one goal games against us. You guys definitely put the ball in the net, no, but a lot of times I don't. I mean, I can't remember very many solo goals against Arsenal. Okay. Recently. But it's always Mane. It's always Jota. I'm praying it's not always Luis Diaz either. Jota is about to come out. I don't know who our midfield is going to be. Um, Fabinho, maybe. Fabinho, um, for sure. Yeah, honestly, Bro, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you got Martin Ode, that's the thing. Is we I, don't have a Champions League game for a minute. So, yeah, Fabinho's definitely going to start. I just hope we have the ball enough that you can, like, see some Martin Odegaard. That's kind of going to be it, though, because it's, like, it's going to be exciting because you guys have, like, I hope we just hold the ball enough, you bro. Have a wand and like a sword. You have Odegaard and Saka. Just no, just but it's it is magic, bro. It really is. Robertson, <laughs> Robertson is going to be definitely going to be more defending. He's going to be that's the this thing, game. bro. Robertson is going to be relishing this game. He's pretty good at offense. Obviously, he's good at crossing. You know, progressing the football up the pitch. But I'm excited to see Martinelli versus Trent. 
Because you know Salah's not covering for him. Trent is a much better defender now. I'm not trying to disrespect Trent in any way. I'm not I just think that. it's going to be fun. Like It's going to be 1v1. It's going to be you versus me. Salah's going to be chilling at the halfway line. Like, hey, play me, bro, when you get <laughs> that. But, and you know how relentless Martinelli is. Well, Martinelli will go after you again and Based on again. what our midfield is going to be like, it's actually going to be, it's probably going to be Henderson. But I don't know if Henderson really has the physical, like, pace to keep up with Martin and I wonder how much he'll probably try and overpower him and like stick like keep him in front of himself I wonder like, if Arteta tries to overload that side using Tierney maybe because you need but, a lot of cover but I mean maybe but I guess it depends who's playing right back Trent is, Trent is like slotting like I said Trent's slotting into that Kyle Walker like central midfield inside he just gets to pass 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 mid like mid range passes mm-hmm. curl curve everywhere like where the goal is in range the opposite side of the box is in range the opposite side of the side like he is slotting into that center center role i feel back. like i feel like you guys are probably going to focus on him in terms of the press yeah i think so i feel so like too. he's probably not going to get a chance to breathe if i'm yeah. you guys especially if he's pinching in bro they're going to take that space i i think here's the thing is like our right back, weirdly enough, really matters for this because, like, if Tommy Asu's healthy, he's basically a third center back back there, mm-hmm. and Kieran Tierney can we can overload Trent all fucking game then, and that could be our way to create anything. Right. But yeah, I mean, it just I don't know if Tommy Asu is gonna play. Otherwise, it's Cedric, and that becomes a whole lot more iffier. <laughs> but shout out to Cedric, he's been doing his job. You know, <laughs> nothing too good, nothing too bad. Uh, <laughs> but, this man don't give a fuck about Cedric. <laughs> Bro, we better sign somebody. Okay. <laughs> I did not realize dude was 29. <laughs> oh, just so y'all know, um, I don't know if we shouted it before, but we should probably do the intro. We are at Dev Studios. This is an in-person podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we out here. Um, yeah, shout out to Dev Studio. Shout out to Dev the Studio. The vibes are always right. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, real quick, let me just get to this before I forget. <laughs> of course, the podcast I finally talked shit about Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Dude actually go <laughs> dude scores a hat trick uh-huh. to become <laughs> the greatest recorded goal scorer in FIFA in history. history. Um I mean, yeah, a hat trick to do it to seal the deal. Um, at that same yeah, time, yeah. <laughs> Messi at say PSG. I like, like, not really putting any thought to it. Just kind of like talking about how oh Messi will figure it out eventually. Yeah. Say PSG will, will figure it Dang, out in the finals. Bro. PSG get knocked, bro. We got to talk about Madrid. Um, yes. but real quick, oh, real man. quick though, like yeah. Shout you know shout out Christy man. I, no disrespect. <laughs> I'm you know sure you crazy? listen to this podcast. You know what was crazy? That, like he scored those in, in like classic Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Fashion. It wasn't a perfect hat trick, but it was a perfect hat trick. Like, like, nah, it it felt like the way Old Trafford exploded when mm-hmm, he scored those goals. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a the long range like one night. Oh my. when he hit that one and then Old Trafford exploded, that was I was like, okay, this is some vintage I'm, old shit. that header. Like yeah, that header. just just old boy trying to trip him up, and he's like, bro, I'm Michael Jordan with the with with you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. with the air, bro. Like he's floating in air. He had 37 body. This dude is the LeBron of soccer. Bullet header. I can't even. Was it a was it a tapping? His second one. I can't even remember what the what he scored. 
Uh, I feel like it was the, yeah, it was just a tap. Like uh, somebody played, I think it was Sancho played like a beautiful over the top ball, and then somebody squared it to him, and then he just like tapped it in. But it was, I, I he made he, the run. I wonder if he heard me and he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I wonder if he like legit though, like kind of realized that like, oh, he's yeah, like, damn, the Bona boys are kind of spitting. I, I need to, I do need to like, like kind of change up how I'm playing. No, he snapped, bro. There, there is such thing as trying too hard, especially mm-hmm. as a striker. Especially mm-hmm. as a striker, it's facts. It's about sniffing out space. It's about relaxing. It's about drawing attention when you need to. It's about ghosting when you need oh, to. Oh man, there are people that just follow <laughs> the game. There are people I've played with that are like the definition of that. Like they start screaming if you don't play them every time, and they're making run. And it's like, dude, relax. Like check to the ball. Just, let's find some rhythm. Let's get the, the ball of the moving. Game finds you, and you'll know exactly where to go, bro. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Nah, shout Stryker out, shout out Christy, bro. Hat trick. Bruh. Unlike I, Messi, that's bro. Exactly Christy never let me down. <laughs> Anyways, um, moving on to better, bigger and better things. Um, man, that PSG. All right. Yeah. That PSG Real Madrid game, I watched from beginning to end. I'm pissed, bro. Because I had to do something. I had, like, capstone shit or something. But I haven't. I haven't. Actually, taking the time out to watch. Something I watched the highlights like three times. So. Liverpool or Sounders in a minute, but easy, 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 easy decision. Just watch Real Madrid PSG. They met way earlier than everyone was expecting to. Yeah. So this is like, yo, do or die. Like first round, ding, let's go. We I really thought it was a wrap right too, though. I really did. And bro. the way it looked, Real Madrid. It didn't look like Real Madrid was ever gonna come back. Nah, they're old. They got they're old. They're who washed. Kind of, who Keep fucking up. Modric is 36 or whatever. Cruz is like, Cruz. other side of 30. Um, even their youngest, like, like champion, Casemiro. He's 30, is, right? Like, he 30, just turned 30. 30, 31 or something. I think he just turned 30 recently. Um, but, but, oh, my God. Okay, so, honestly, just, bro, just, even just describing the game, like, all credit to PSG, like, they they're definitely turning they're definitely starting to understand like what it is to play European football because mm-hmm. they took it to Real Madrid like they they were all over them in the beginning and it was just like real real like it looked like they were gonna overrun them but they just kept missing their chances they just kept like you know they weren't worried they weren't stressed because you know like it was going their way but for some reason I don't know Real Madrid just felt like they were fending them off Real Madrid like was bending but they weren't breaking. But, like, PSG just kept coming so close every single time. And then, boom, first cut. Kylian Mbappe scores, but he's offside. Like, this dude looks like R9. Facts. He looks like a modern R9 where they were like, yo, you're going on a nutrition diet. You're going on a regen diet. We're, we're making sure you sleep eight hours a night. Like, he is just unstoppable. He is, bro. And he's he's not just <clears throat> unstoppable, but, like, he's he's a lot simpler than R9. But, like, he, he still has, like, the technique and he still has like the, the i mean the he's, finishing he's modernized like you know he has to he has to play within the system you yeah know, it's not true. it's not just because he could he could just take the ball and just run through two yeah. three guys dribble flash straight up the center like r9 he really two. could but it's just not like the efficient tactical footballing way now but so psg uh, are on top and then looking so confident and i don't know how i don't know why but they get reprieve but real madrid are like kind of like fucking up they're just they're just looking slow they're looking groggy they're not mm-hmm. really keeping pace psg 
run it again other side this time boom cut these niggas like it was sick he's he like, is truly terrifying bro and, he, and there i would i'm i would put money on it like if i was to like if i was a betting man and there was like a bet i really think mbappe could like, <laughs> like it's a not bet. a bad bet hey hell i'm not saying it's gonna happen but mbappe could very easily finish as like the goat when it when it's I'm all said sure and that's done, what he's aiming for. he guys he very easily Ronaldo and he, Dude, was he like, could have I'm as many world cups as pele bro okay so 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 look so look so so look he's won it all bro he's, he's 23 we, or we something. can get into that in real quick but like like let me just finish right mm-hmm. second half something's different about real madrid i don't know what it is but they look a lot more dangerous they're the you know real you know madrid fans are very notorious you know exactly what it was what is the Modric effect. Okay, so look. So look. <laughs> Proven by Vince Scully and Nick Solo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Published. Witch. Published. Copyrighted. The witch. Everything. All right, so. The Modric effect. Modric, I don't know why, but he just starts turning up. This man is 36. He just starts turning up. He's everywhere. He's defending Messi. He's he's slide tackling. He's, he's, he's running out of he's running out of traffic the same way he did when he was at Real Madrid in like 2015, bro. This guy's 36, and he's the most energetic guy on the field. But not only that, yeah, he, plays. he has these incredible passes that he just makes to everybody. This guy still has his feints. He still has his little jinx. He still has his dummy runs. Modric is so weird because, like, a lot of center mids, it's like, oh, their their game is timeless, a.k.a. like the Chavis. Their game is timeless. They can play to- forever, blah, blah, blah. Modric plays forever but he plays like a 25 year old like he's he plays like legitimately he's, he's on every blade of grass he's by one the of time those the, he's touched freaks. every grass yeah he's one of those physical freaks that he was just like completely devoted to to like his diet completely devoted to just being i don't know yeah, what he's a professional who would have ever thought out of that trouble winning team out of all of them out of ronaldo Sergio Ramos, Angel Di Maria, whoever the hell, Gareth Modric <laughs> and Benzema would be the ones still there, still carrying the club. Because Modric starts cooking, Benzema starts cooking, mm-hmm. and now you got a problem. Now you're in trouble. Yeah, the fans are up, they're awake. Vinicius Junior is just ready to go. He's just like a, light, a live wire. What they're doing? Okay, okay, I'm on the same wavelength. I'm on the same wavelength. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So they already got. I love Vinny because he just you can tell he knows. Like, He's like the connection, he knows, but he knows like all the greatness that's around him, and he wants to be great so He's badly. He's, and He's, like he, yeah, you can just see it when he plays. I can't lie. His statement when he was like, I don't like, even know what he said. Modric, look at Benzema. Like the people that look at the players that I'm around. Like, oh just yeah. Like, like well, there you go. Exactly that thing. Like, he portrays that on the field because I didn't even know he said that. That's. Yeah. But yeah, you were saying. So they just got going. Benzema, and it's like, the whole, and it's like they the have whole like game. Men, they've like formed an, a, like a mental connection, and it feels like Vinicius is like the the conduit between. Because mm-hmm. Kareem Benzema is 34, and he's not even really playing striker. Like he's the reason I'm telling Ronaldo, like, yo, just relax, because Benzema is finally, finally kind of snapping he's kind of exploding um in terms of his production but he's playing the same way he's always played he's always been able to suss out space he's always been able to keep the ball off things yeah, he's, he's, he's one of the most he's one of the most technically just not like divine players that i think i've ever been able to see with my own eyes but he just he don't really play like that like for some reason he's like such a team player he will get somebody else involved. The thing is now, it seems as though Real Madrid is 
calibrating to him so they're understanding that he still likes to play like that he still wants to be part of the build-up he can still pass to anybody he can he can press a little bit a little bit (laughs) um but he's so he's so technically just excellent and he's he takes care of himself physically he's very strong he's six feet tall he has like a great low center of gravity he always looks smaller than he is, and he's just winging niggas across and shit. But most of the time, he's not even letting the niggas touch him, bro. And then his finishing ability. His finishing is incredible. His finishing. They're- bro, it's a mixture of instinct and some of the most intelligent thought that can happen in, like, a split second. It's easy to, like, see... You see so many like good finishes in games and stuff, and you kind of become immune to it to a, an extent. And you're like, okay, like that's a simple finish for a professional. Like, blah, blah blah. I remember way back in the day, I followed the Real Madrid like Facebook page when I first made face a Facebook, oh, and they would post it. those training videos, right? Yeah. I have never been wowed like I have been wowed in Benzema finishing drill videos. Bro. I have never seen a person finish like that. Like it, it's actually unreal. It's Bro, it's crazy because like full volleys, like everything, just top corner. Every he'll do it like five times in a row, and like Ronaldo's doing it in between reps with him and stuff. But like it just hits different when Benzema did. Like Benzema's finishing is truly mesmerizing. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a striker's finishing because Ronaldo is one of a kind. Like he's kind of, I don't know. You could say there's a few players out there who are trying to emulate his style, but he's the one that's kind of like carved out this whole. I'm an incredible goal scorer from the corner. He, alongside Messi, have kind of like revolutionized where the goals are being scored from. Mm-hmm. Benzema is just like old school striker shit. He's, he's a center like, forward, bro. He sniffs out space. He he goes behind, dude. He just, bro, the rest of this game, bro, all of the goals that he scored was literally just ingenuity. For some reason, right? Let's put it. Let's let's get back to this. Sorry, sorry for waxing this lyrical about <laughs> Benzema. Okay, one last thing, actually, to bring up a personal thing. I've never really liked attacking players like that. Like when it comes to like my whole list of favorite players of all time, strikers have never ever really been on my list. I like Ito, I like Drogba, I like Ibrahimovic, I like Balotelli, I like the usual, right? Benzema is kind of like he's kind of re he's kind of kindling like a like a different interest in me. Mm. And that, like, I'm wondering how he's so good and yet how he's still so effective. Right. How he kind of just pulls finishes out of nowhere. He he kind of has that same, like, I'm a fucking score type of type of ability as as um, Luis Suarez. Mm. Okay. Like, back in the day when it was when it was, you know, it was a super classical all the time. I always used to wonder why, why he didn't have to split time with Benzema. And then as time went on. They let go of Higuain. Yeah. They let go of, I mean, they let That's go true. of Raul before, but they let go of Higuain. And, like, they never let go of Benzema. That's Everyone's Benzema's like, whole why, legacy. Why, why, yeah, why? it's just he survived so many people. They even tried to replace him. With, like, Bro, he, he they tried to replace him so many times. He won a league title in France in 19. He was the most sought-after striker on the planet as a teenager, bro. And Real Madrid kept him. He's been there 13 years. He's there Third highest goal scorer. Mbappe's about to be that next. Their that third next. highest goal scorer, yeah. bro. I mean, break break whatever. Let, yeah, that's cool. Let, let them break whatever records. You know, Real Madrid continues to be a record breaking club. Yeah. In in that dudes that make their own that break their own records and make their own history are like are like a different class, bro. Kevin Benzema, France is in a whole different state with Benzema is on the field. 
let's not kid ourselves. No, yeah, definitely. Everyone wants to kill him for saying that about Giroud. Like, yo, that nigga is a, he said that nigga's a go-kart and I'm a Ferrari, <laughs> bro. Uh, Come on, nigga. He said, who are you comparing me to right now? And what's, and what's pissing people off is that it's true. Benzema, Benzema is kind of like a like a like a Giroud type though on crack, on <laughs> like, crack, on crack. Oh, nigga, but like when no, we talk Giroud about the touch and stuff, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not the yeah. touch, the hold up play. Yeah, when I, that's what I was going to get to is like everybody knows like the Jack Wilshire Norwich goal, right? But the flick Giroud does on that when the ball's coming in like lofted, weird in a tight space, and he still waits it perfectly. That's the type of shit Benzema has been doing his whole career, bro. <laughs> His whole career, just these weird He's, little flicks. I can make any pass out of any situation. He has sacrificed his personal legacy in order to be able to play next to Cristiano Ronaldo. But my God, if he and, didn't snap it right In now. order for him to play at Madrid, bro, he truly not, loves that club. Oh, they love He's him. He's Madrid through and through. Well, they bro, didn't they for so long, bro. Ramos and that's so dis- the disrespect he got for so many years, bro. But and and but that's the thing. This is. This is the thing that I always appreciate about appreciate about Real Madrid. At the end of the day, they know soccer. At the end of the day, them niggas fucking know soccer. Somebody upstairs knows what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Their timing, maybe not impeccable, but I mean, look at when they let go of Sergio Ramos. Now he's injury prone. Rafa Varane. Now he's injury prone. That's facts. Ozil. Yeah. He had a good couple of years, then he fell off. Right. Um. Di Maria, I mean, he's been good, but I'm, uh, I mean, part of they, that has to do with the fact they always bring in something new, but they're re- but they they're do right sell at the at the right time, they especially someone like Veron. Especially bro. really, nobody recently. would tell Madrid to sell Veron right especially now. Especially recently, there's a bro. The same disrespect Benzema got, Modric got the first year he was there. Remember, mm-hmm. Modric was trash mm-hmm. when he yeah. went to when he went to Real Madrid. Damn, yeah, I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> exactly, because the next year this man turned it around. These are two incredible players who maybe don't really get their due. I always I think, love Modric, bro. I can't top, get, top five midfielder ever, bro. I don't know every time. I don't know that I'm ever mad at Modric having um, a ball and door. I feel like they just wanted to give it to him at some point. Oh, um, dude, I'm not mad at it at all. I encourage it, bro. I'm just like, fuck I it. encourage it at this point. I want the next one to I'm be so Robert tired of the Messi agenda, bro. Yeah, it needs to be Lewandowski. It should have been Virgil van Dyke. Like, it, Virgil van Dyke should needs, have been one. Bro, that one pissed me off. Because that's when I was just like, wow, this. I wholeheartedly believe Virgil van Dyke was the best player in the world at that, that year. I mean, they lost all credibility, and that's what sucks. I don't know. We, we can get into that, but, bro, just. I want to say something else. Real Madrid, I mean, Karim Benzema obviously had a hat trick. And he scored the, like a bunch of crafty goals. Modric to Vinicius Jr. to Benzema with Marquinhos assisting. Um, Vin- Vinicius back to Modric over to Benzema. Uh, fucking Marquinhos directly to Benzema. Mm-hmm. For some reason, PSG capitulated. They fe- They just fell apart. I know what it was. It was so easy, and it's like you can you can see it now. It's so easy to see them wilt. They just fall apart. Potch is a bottler. Okay, all right, bro. All right, no, 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 bro. Because before it happened to Tuchel, it happened to Ancelotti, it happened to a lot of niggas who have gone to PSG. Potch is still a bottler. They are like the most. You know what PSG are? I don't know if somebody said this before. PSG are an expensive Spurs. Like, in terms of, like, Europe, 
Okay. Fuck the league because they're built to make they're built to to win the league. I understand that, but in terms of Europe, Spurs are like, excuse me, PSG are like an expensive Spurs. Not in the fact that Spurs aren't that rich. No, no. Listen, to what I'm saying, they're locked into the players that they have. Spurs, they they have such a thin roster that like the players that they have, they have to work with flaws and all. PSG. Their roster is weird. It's weird because it's like they have a lot of players, but not they're, they're not that deep. Mm-hmm. Their players don't really seem to develop there. Like some players do, but not a lot. So they're they're forced to rely on like certain players all the time. So they're kind of locked into those players. And you have three of the greatest attacking players in the world. You have to play them all. Mm-hmm. You can't. You don't have an, an option not to play those guys. But for some reason, none of them want to play defense. So I'm now, in shocker, damn. So, <laughs> like, so now you don't have a press. So right. now when a team is feeling it and their and their stadium is blowing up and the Bernabeu is like the loudest that I've ever, ever heard on TV for some reason. Because they sniff it. They can smell it. They know it's coming. Like, yo, come on. And that's always been the thing. That's always been the thing about Real Madrid is out there. They are one of the only teams. They are the only team in the world where individual talent is the way that the team pulls out wins and gets better. Because these guys all do, but they they do everything to like to the utmost perfect extreme. How many how many strikers are gonna capitalize on that last goal where Marquinhos, who again was capitulating? But Karim Benzema wanted one touch, finish that twenty yards, dude. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know why. I just, it just popped in my head. Yes, dude. And the way he just hit it with the outside of his foot, confident. Perfect. And he was running before he even like crossed the Perfect line, dude. Space. He hit it the outside of his foot, watched it curl for like a split second. I was like, yeah, yeah okay, I'm on. Gone, I'm out. I'm bro. out. <laughs> Son, where's my standing ovation? Son, deliver. Bro, like, and 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 if you watch his his movement before, oh, he sniffed that shit out, bro. He he fell upon that shit like a hawk. Damn, he's like nigga, this, <laughs> nigga, that's mine. I don't know what it was. I think he, I think he saw Marquinhos slowly get worse and worse, so he probably knew okay that he's he's most likely gonna make an make another error because he's kind of shook right now. It's just that, it's that. Optimistic striker mentality, man. You, have you just to have be, to have it. You have to be same way a defender has every, to be as pessimistic, pessimistic as possible. Yeah. Because you have to say every single goal kick. That goal kick. That goalkeeper probably like cleared the ball a hundred times that game or something. And you gotta be like the hundred and one time he's gonna foul, fuck it up. The foul and I'm still on, gonna be there. On, on Donnarumma. You know what? I'm for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for not giving that foul. I'm, I'm all for it because when you want to be a fucking idiot. Right. Come on, bro. Yeah, no, that's on no, him. You're fucking around, bro. That's on him. Donnarumma, Donnarumma got concrete feet, bro. Donnarumma is kind of over. I mean, we all know it should have been Mendy, bro. It sh- no, bro. It should have been Navas. It should have been Kaylor Navas. I was saying, that's like, something goalkeeper of the year. I have not heard anybody say, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I do not give a damn. Kaylor Navas should have been starting. Kaylor Navas has the experience. Kaylor Navas has won Real Madrid, what, two? Of its of of its three in the trio, yeah, I think so. European cups. This man was the best goalkeeper in the world for like two years straight. Yeah. He's still an incredible goalkeeper. The only reason he he hasn't like won any more um, European cups is because for some reason teams like disrespect this man. I think Donnarumma is probably. I don't think he should have replaced Gigi Buffon. He's not fit to fill Gigi Buffon's shoes. Damn. 
I don't like the fact that he's replaced Kalen a lot. So that's two strikes against this guy. And then this shit, nah, bro. I'm sorry. Nah. <laughs> nah. Get him out. Nah, bro. He's I'm sorry. A big name. Br- bring in Navas, bro. Um, but I mean, fuck it. Street my takeaway, my takeaway from this game was. Damn, Mbappe is gonna be fucking terrifying on Madrid, bro. I hope Modric oh, stays. No, I hope Cristiano. Dude, look, look at that. Look at look at what Real Madrid can do. Look at what their fan they can do with their fans, bro. Look at the shit they can do, bro. Bro, why would you not join that? Why bro? would you not? One hundred percent. Why would you not? Wilt? Dude, Mbappe is one of those players too, where like you could just be an average fucking soccer fan. You could be an average fucking dude. And you just got put right smack in the like your defensive half of the field, and you get the ball, and you get to just kick it, and just say like, kick it, bro, just go, kick it, go. and and Mbappe might score, bro. You don't know, like build, he's that game breaking. Build, build a career long reputation for like long balls, but all the time you just been reading it randomly to Mbappe, and you're just catching. Like I you can say, put like fresh back lines in every single possession. It won't matter. Right? Man, this dude, honestly, if Kylian Mbappe was born in New Orleans versus Paris, he would be a wide receiver. Oh yeah, oh yeah, star wide receiver. Yeah, he's There's lightning, not really bro. too many. He's actually lightning. He's insane. But the thing is, this is what I'm always excited. He's on re, bro. He's so Henri. He, he he finishes like Henri, and like bro, he, he, he moves like Henri, bro. He, he does. It's so crazy, like he just has that gear nobody has, bro. And he, on, he, he just has, pull, pull he has like speed, a mixture, bro. like it, like when he's in traffic, he feels like Ronaldo. When he's when yeah. he's like when he's, he's like got he's got transitioning the, and like switching off in it, like he's got know. the strength of Ronaldo, like with the control, but with the speed and just the fleet footedness. It ain't mm-hmm. even just the speed; it's just how he separates himself from dudes. Right. And then, like, the sideways finish into the far corner. Sideways finish. Like, that's his fin- favorite finish. That's a world football I think his favorite finish, finish is the near near corner. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's Dude, he has a lot of those in Champions League where he just goes up, squares up the keeper, bang, bottom corner before he can even react. My thing he is... He loves doing that. Even when the, the center backs are closing him out, he waits. He waits for them to go for the tackle through their legs, bottom corner. I don't think he Real Madrid... He did that so many times. I don't think Real Madrid gets rid of Vinicius Jr. for killing Mbappe. I think they replace somebody else in that squad for killing Mbappe. No, I yeah. Don't know who. I think I think Vinny just slides to the right side. Mm. And you play Mbappe mm. on the left, Benzema oh, yeah, down the middle. I, I mean, it'll work beautifully. Like, Mbappe wants to get in behind anyway, so yeah. you might as well play him like Ronaldo. I think they get rid of Benzema leaves. Goish or whatever. You know what it would be? You know what Mbappe and, and Benzema would be? They would be the, that perfect mixture of, like, Mbappe is, like, the perfect modern footballer, just a complete athlete, incredible technique, incredible fitness, you know, um, mm-hmm. just, just speed, speed, speed. And then, to me, Benzema is, like, the perfect example of, like, street style, like, like per, like perfected to a T, like where you know he's good enough to be a teammate, but where he's just like all instinct, timing, movement. He'll shake a nigga out of his boots once or twice. Dude, I, I would, I'll watch every Real Madrid game if I get to see Mbappe and Modric link up, dude. I think I would even Tony Cruz because Tony Cruz is the, really the one that's gonna be getting all those dime through balls to him. But yeah. but Modric when he gets up in the attack and he's playing little one twos with Benzema and then slots Mbappe on the, the weak side. And, the could just, oh. and then Mbappe's Mbappe gone because gone. nobody can even think about catching him. So I think he might I think, just not even try. I think them having Mbappe would um, would definitely affect. I think it would affect the team after a few years, but that first year. If they try to slot Champions Mbappe in with, 
with Phoenicia's. PSG are no longer relevant. Put put Benzema on sixty five minutes to, to replace whoever the fuck was on the right. Put Mbappe over on the right. Let or let Benzema float in between, and like you know maybe down half a line. I don't care who's playing with Messi at PSG, bro. I don't care where Ronaldo's playing. You do that, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's, that's I'm a, taking that's Madrid. One of those things, bro. I really think he's the best in the world, bro. Killian, I mean, King Killian, bro. That? Why would you not join that, bro? He's joining. He's it going. makes perfect sense. Like, it makes me laugh when niggas say, "Yeah, bro, I'm leaving this team that I found complete success with, and I'm going to Real Madrid mm-hmm. because why would I turn down Real Madrid? Like that shit is filthy. That's a flex. Because I have the opportunity to be the next Ronaldo slash maybe be a better All the Ronaldo. money in the world. And a kid from Paris in his hometown Most team. historic. To go it's to the most like, historic club ever. <laughs> like, bro, I'm going to the Yankees, dog. What the fuck are you talking? I'm going to the Lakers, bro. Hell yeah. What? Yeah. Come on, son. Good so, for him. That's exciting. Yeah. We definitely... Yeah. I mean, that, that was a beautiful game. That was tactics. That was tension. Incredible, man. What an incredible match. Did you see the, that Messi and Neymar got booed today? Yeah. I That's don't know. That's kind of crazy. One thing is like PSG, PSG fans, fans are, are kind of really, toxic. They like are, Madrid but all, at the same time, like, I, I don't care. Like, that's kind of what... That's kind of what the team Madrid deserves. Madrid fans wouldn't not do that, though. That's the thing, too. Like, that's another level of toxic, you know? Like, booing them when they have the ball. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, like... I mean, it, it kind of matches, like, what the, what the team is about. I feel like that's what the team deserves, in my opinion. Yeah. They, they still don't know how to put a roster together. All these years later, these guys still don't know how to play a roster. You, did you see that they replaced Leonardo? And they're going to go after Fabio Paratici, try and get him from Tottenham. They got rid of their 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 GM, basically. They're they're such an emotional club. Their yeah. chairman and the president, Nasser, whatever, and Leonardo confronting the refs. Pochettino, I mean, maybe protecting his players, but there's no way an executive should be doing that. Oh, I mean, you want to be mad at somebody? Yeah, go down and yell at a couple niggas. Yeah, cool, you know what I'm saying? You know, throw, throw your it's name pretty, around, It's whatever. pretty ridiculous that they're out around a 16. Dude. But, like, I mean, it is what it is, bro. You see what, you, what you're dealing with. Right. Bro, only team I'm scared for No, but for they Liverpool had that rap, face. dude. They had, to, they had to get that result. That's only, on them. Only team I'm scared for Liverpool to face is Real Madrid. Yeah. Because we've never, be. like, in the, I don't think in our history we've ever beat uh, Real Madrid. We've only met them, like, Six or seven times. I don't really remember like the big games between you and City either. Like I can't City. Re- yeah, I can't Those think of league games. Yeah, no, but I can't even remember like what happened the last time you guys met in the league. Like I remember the Chelsea games, like they're like epic battles, but I don't remember any City wow, games. Wow, you're bro. going in on City, bro. Yeah, you're, <laughs> no, nah, you're the one feeling. No, that is because I'm trying to think of like what that would stack. They've up always like, been. They've but, always been really tense. They've never really been kind of zero zeros or what? Yeah, they've oh, never okay. really been beautiful football. It's always been like more tactics, which is fine. They've always been more like finals. Mm-hmm. They're like a final versus a semifinal. Okay, yeah. Cause, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but most tournaments, the semifinal, like those are always way better than whatever. For the final is super tactical. Don't want to lose anything. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna neutralize him versus trying something. You know, versus right. trying something new and being having my own element. That's and Chelsea's is. not really a threat anymore. <laughs> so, like... Okay, do you want to get on... Okay, so... I need you to go ahead and explain um, these sanctions that Chelsea are under. Oh, man. Uh, what, like, what is happening here? And, and explain why 
and like what the what the intent is here i guess i don't fully understand i just know what so what's his connection with putin i just know like putin endorsed him or he endorsed putin or something so it's been known for a few decades that um russia's economy is like slightly propped up by like a family like families of like oligarchs like okay somebody's gas somebody's oil somebody's um tech somebody's Mm -hmm. there's rich russians everywhere (laughs) right but there's billionaires like billionaire billionaires and um Roman Abramovich was one of those guys and he was close to to Putin and I can't remember what his was I don't know if his was oil um I think his was like tech or like whatever but I thought um, he was oil maybe he is oil I'm not I sure I think he is I oil I kind of hate Chelsea to the point where I don't give a fuck about That's, anything yeah, about them who cares, so really but um he is kind of one of the reasons for Putin's rise basically because Putin rose like with gotcha. the influence of those okay. oligarchs so, yeah, I mean, so well, basically then the Prem, with everything going down with Russia, Ukraine, like, the, I guess not even the Prem, England in themselves, because, like, every club in the Prem is, like, technically, like, it, what, an English, like, entity. Right. And so, ultimately, like, you can have owners of clubs, but really they own the club because they're, like, a cultural yeah, prop- piece of yeah. the land. But, so basically, what Roman Abramovich thought he was being slick, and he, like, transferred stewardship of the club to uh the the, so whatever the hell that means Mm -hmm. it definitely doesn't mean that he gave up all his shares in the club because he's still like the owner um so that was going to be a little like little get around to avoid getting his assets seized by the country and so basically they said oh you're going to do that well we're going to do this and then they just froze the whole club basically so <laughs> essentially so they can't have they can't sell any they can't do anything that'll make roman abramovich any money so they, they can't sell any tickets mm. only uh, uh season ticket holders can go because uh-huh. they've already paid for all of it i guess uh-huh. they can't sell any merch <laughs> so you can't get that that lukaku chelsea jersey that so, you really want so the club can't said nobody prop, so but, the fans can't prop up the club by like buying record-breaking amounts all their okay. sponsors want to leave sure. so i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen well did chelsea play they can't even sell food at their stadium right Wait, did chelsea play today yeah yeah they beat they beat newcastle on some controversial oh, yeah, shit yeah so, um did they have did they take the sponsor off the jersey I don't even know. Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, because that was like a big thing. They were like, we don't want to right. Um, what what sponsors are stuck with Chelsea, with Chelsea? Because I know I know Hyundai. I know three, Hyundai left. Three and wanted to. Three yeah. left. But if you take um, three off the jersey, it's just like an ugly ass jersey. Like, so I don't know. I can't remember who all left, but yeah. Here's another me. big one though. Is uh, no, they still wore it. The travel expenses. They any travel like trip. <sighs> has to be like 20 grand or less oh no which you'd be like normal people are like yeah that's a lot of fucking money um, yeah before before a team 20 grand is is bro they're gonna be flying economy class Bruh. they're not gonna have any team suites they're in europe aren't they Mm-hmm. they gotta go where do they have to go 
fuck i knew i tweeted something about it earlier this week but i was making a joke about it i was like how are they gonna get there bro like they gotta they gotta take a bus or something i don't know (laughs) they gotta cross an ocean somehow that's pricey Uh, they're not taking no private jet that's for damn sure so i'm just gonna have to drive to every away game in the league Mm -hmm. um if they still in the league cup they're gonna have to get the oh they can't buy any players like obvious one oh yeah so with that obviously that's gonna trouble the players that are there oh, because yeah. they know they're gonna be stuck with so you know, the reinforcement control of the club mm-hmm. so i mean a lot of players are gonna want to leave now right i think if arsenal are smart they come knocking on the door be like hey we'll take this person Revert, on your hands. yo get them back for everything that they ever did because they're gonna to be you. like let me out of this damn club like if you guys can't figure your shit out get a lot of i don't want to leave london i like living in london all that mm-hmm. scheming but uh okay but i, I think mm-hmm. yeah, i think if somebody's really smart they go for tuchel i think i think i think if united's really mm-hmm. smart they go for tuchel okay so what is imagine like? that bro. okay so all i'll say is i understand that and like you know i'm glad you know the sharks are circling you know pick off another shark that's fine right that's great that's all fine and dandy one thing i think chelsea they have worked their way I don't want to say to history, but I think they've they the type of club that they are, they're definitely a defiant club. And like they have a bond with their fans that I think, you know, is yep. it, it's kinda of deep for such a big club now. You know Save the Bridge. I mean it's hilarious. Yo, I, I watched I, the Robbie deserve, clip. I was crying. You, I was crying, bro, dog. They deserve everything that's coming X, to them. X is up to save the bridge. But all I'll <laughs> say all I'll say on the other side of things is I can see Chelsea have like millions of fans worldwide, mm-hmm. right? But the thing is, Lots I can Americans. see, I can see that fandom kind of like hardening down, like screw it. Not how do I say this? Like, like solidifying. No, they could use that though. Like, they I could can really, use I can that. see Chelsea like kind of pivoting because of that, and like kind of no, they're like because they're they, plastic, bro. They're plastic fans. Let's see, because so many of them are no, no. Let's see, because I feel like their players have a like. I feel like a lot of their players stay there because they feel like they have a bond with the club. I feel like what Tuchel is yeah, saying maybe, right now. Maybe. It seems I think they have a bond with their paycheck. That, what I true. think it is. That's true. I mean, I, I mean, true. That, I'm, I'm guessing. Let me, I'm just let me land that point advocate. though, because I, I just think there's a lot of. I think there's a lot of. I know a lot of like real Chelsea fans. They're fucking everywhere. Yeah, in that's true. They they're actually are everywhere. Uh, Manchester City. Uh, take notes. Like literally, like yeah, like Chelsea's probably the most popular team. I feel like over like Man United's probably second. Yeah. Out of like just people I know, just random like, folks. People, yeah. but I like I know a lot of good Chelsea fans. I know a lot of bad Chelsea fans, Horrible. and they just follow it because like Christian Pulisic is on the team, and so that's their EPL team. And like, uh, there's a lot of fake Chelsea fans, and I hope this kind of like, like they just compress it down, like break it all up, and like only the like real ones will. Because so, I feel like I feel like maybe that's some Arsenal shit, bro. Like I'm so I'm kind of glad like Arsenal put me through this pain bro like i feel a strong connection with the yeah. club because of it because and i feel like seeing... people like you don't meet many arsenal fans these days yeah it's like oh you're an arsenal fan oh they suck haha <laughs> like shit yeah. like that if you meet an arsenal fan they love arsenal bro <laughs> like they it's their fucking life because they've been through hell and they're still around chelsea right. needs a little bit of that city needs a little bit of that i think i think chelsea if they're smart I don't know. They they have such they have such a good like structure. Like their front offices has a great structure. Their their team, their recruitment. I feel like Robin Abramovich has it's it's kind of has turned into his passion. You know, like where he he's, it is. He's yeah, given he so loves. Much money, he definitely loves the club. And I feel like he's kind of engendered that same love in 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 the fans. And it's crazy because 
even if Chelsea do go through a lean period, if they can get through it, Abramovich has been kind of smart because he 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 has secured a few European Cups. He has secured Premier League trophies. He has secured some of the best players in the world. You know, mm-hmm. he's turned that blue into a worldwide phenomenon, and it's like. I can see somebody else wealthy as fuck loving Chelsea because they're like, yo, that's the rich boys club. I love it. Like they, they kind of. I find there's, it- I know a kid whose dad is like a million, like, like make, has been making millions in Kuwait, in China, like everywhere. This kid grew like was born and had like 150k in his bank, and he's like, bro, I've been Chelsea since the day I was born. Dog. Mm-hmm. This thing is Chinese, bro. He's like, dog, he's like, dog, the only thing I could ever be in my life was Chelsea. Like, fat, he's like, bro, Good for and, him. and he didn't even be like, oh, we made too much money. Like, I said that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, y'all make too much money. It couldn't be anything else. But, like, it, it's dead ass in his blood. Like, his dad is Chelsea. Like, his uncles are Chelsea. And there's actually a fan base. Good, there. good for him. No, that's there's the thing actually, too, though. Is I don't know. There was this huge debate on the kickoff with Rory and uh, and True Jordy, and True Jordy was basically saying like it's more likely than not that you'll get bought by somebody who's not as ambitious as Roman Abramovich. And Rory was likely. saying more like it's more likely that'll happen versus somebody like richer and like more ambitious than uh-huh. right yeah in terms of like the billionaires in the world that can afford it right. like who are the ones that are actually willing to like Good go Lord, crazy <laughs> like and like rory's getting all defensive and and George's <laughs> like what, the, what do you mean like i mean it's kind of facts it's though facts. and i'm really hoping that like an american owner comes in <laughs> and oh, God, just nah, and bro. they go oh you know what there's a fan base there there's oh, money to be made God. and they just take over that bitch and then arsenal ride up the third place <laughs> and we're cruising in the sunset that's crazy and we're peaking yeah. at the right time I'm putting myself in chelsea's shoes that would be horrible i could but you know chelsea what? had a good right. they're about to have it all taken away you're right bro. you're right I, I am being too romantic. I don't. I don't think it's likely that um, the next owner is going to be as. I don't know how many like Chelsea as before. Royal Arab family members can can like, still. Well, I don't know how many more can still even like because you you can't own like multiple teams and shit. So like yeah, I don't know how many actual buyers there are left in that kind of market Probably for the Prem League specifically. And well, a I lot you, of a lot of money in the Prem is Russian money too. Like there's yeah. a lot of Russian money in the Prem. Well remember something that we were talking about um before was if UEFA wants to actually do something about Russia they wouldn't just they wouldn't just like virtue signal. But it turns out like a couple of days after that they cut ties with Gazprom, which is like the Russian state backed mm-hmm. oil company that sponsors so much of the of of the Champions League. And Schalke even like that was their main sponsor for how like a decade at least, and even they got rid of them. And that's like okay, so like this, the only reason this shit happens is one through money or two through like government interference. And so now it's kind of interesting because Chelsea are kind of like victims of one. They they have that whole child transfer ban and all that stuff, but then now they're they're kind of going through this where they're now literally like a a political pawn. They're like a a wartime weapon basically. And it's strange. It's interesting. They deserve everything that's coming to them, and I have no sympathy. Yeah, none. I got, I got none. I really. Everything, this is really like everything. I've been living in bliss they're, these they're last this last week. They're stuck in limbo, and you know what's exciting? Summertime. Mm. That's what's really exciting. Antonio Rudiger is gone. Andres Christensen is gone. Um, who else? Is, who else's is contract is up? Mendy? No. Uh, um. They have somebody. There's a big one. I'm trying to remember. Somebody big. 
I feel like it was just their whole back line. Espelicueta? Did you not say him? Yeah, I heard he was going to Barca, like, last year. No, really. I think Christensen should go to Barca. Christensen, I heard, is gone. Yeah, Rudiger's gone. Rudiger might go to Madrid. That's interesting, man. That's Chelsea. So all them players are making a lot of money, and not all them players are going to stay. But you know what's crazy? It almost feels like this is... If the, if it if this holds through the summer, then it's gonna feel like it's almost gonna be like a relegation. You know what? You know what's crazy? It will be. Yeah. No. This will this will bury them. It's interesting because like, <laughs> good. Yeah. I don't know if he can like. Or no, I'm confused. I'm trying to think about it now. But basically, the way that Roman Abramovich structured the club too is like all his investments were done in like a loan format. Yep. So at any point, he could just pull that loan and completely like dissolve Chelsea. Not that he's gonna do that. He loves the club too much. But it becomes this sticky situation of like, how does he make his money back by selling this club when it's not really a, like a? It's not gonna be a desirable asset. He's gonna have stipulations. Keeps- he's well, no. See, that's the thing. That is the thing. If it continues like this, the government wants the club. The government wants mm-hmm. to reclaim um, um, possession of the club. It seems it seems like that, right? They want him to rel- relinquish any all control of it. And what's crazy is, I can see that. Like they kind of moved at the perfect time because if he was going to sell it, he would have had stipulations. He probably would have found somebody immediately to try and sell it to. I mean, he's been branching, networking for years. He's right. been getting different passports for years. He knows people. He's been getting into different types of businesses for a minute. He could set the stipulation, yo, you got to be worth at least this much. You got to be willing to spend at least this much. You could be a fucking corporation. You could be a consortium. I don't give a fuck what you are, but you have to do this. But once you transfer like the, the next, club, like it's but out you of you can't. Now he can't. So it's it's kind of like... Well, I think it, he can the sell the club. Move. I you, think that's the one thing. What, turn it insolvent? No, he can like he can sell it, but no, I think he, he has wants to like he control. wanted like three billion or something, and somebody was like, "No, I'll give you like one point five and then he's like, "Oh, I want like two, and then it's just like I don't think he's gonna get what he wants, so it's gonna be this standoff of yeah. like because they're gonna let him they're like sell the club like sell it immediately, and yeah, he's gonna be in this I need to make some sort of value back at the same time they're just like bleeding his all the value money, out the, yeah. money the gov- their government is like trying to it's trying to like fix hell of people like whoever he might try and talk to they're trying to either get in with them or they're trying to like send people up you feel me hey shout out to shout out to england for sorting that out man this is great <laughs> entertainment. It out. <laughs> this is great entertainment this i'm loving crazy. it <laughs> this is crazy um, um, okay last thing yep um sounders yep so we looked great versus leon yeah uh, again bro i'm irritated because like capstone we was were. kicking my ass this week and i missed do i saw the keep, highlights for leon sounders games not really i no. caught both the legs for the uh the honduras team we played no but this is this is sounders for real i watched no, rsl teams i watched i watched all our bad games and then as soon as we turned it on i had like the busiest week in my life i understand that <laughs> it, it gets like that so i literally watched everything i watched us lose two mls games so basically i was talking about how there's there's a blueprint on how to beat the sounders right score early mm-hmm. usually and either a heavy press or a low block right like what, what's happening now is kind of like the opposite of that but along the same track of like where you know how the sounders going to win when the other team has the ball when the other team thinks they're better when the other team attacks way more the sounders are happy to defend happy to try and work something out in midfield but somehow we always seem to get either get dudes on the counter get them on set pieces or just get them off of like slicing them apart after getting gaining some steam 
We did that versus Leon. These Mexican teams got a lot of pride. So the way they're going to approach everything, we are the dominant club. As far as I know, Mexican League is like has a great passing, great awareness, situational awareness, you know? And mm-hmm. that's exactly how they played against the Sounders, but the Sounders tore them apart. Tore them apart. Yeah. The, yeah, the game finished 3-0. We should have had six mm-hmm. at least. Freddie Montero. Freddie, bro. Jesus. I'm so happy to see him have this opportunity. And he's producing it. He's like, producing. That's the biggest thing. He's pulling away from Clint he's pulled away from Clint Dempsey because I think when Clint Dempsey retired, him and Freddie were tied on were tied on goals. He's pulled yep. away from him. Mm-hmm. Um Raul Ruiz Diaz, he kept up with Raul Ruiz Diaz as the top goal scorer last season, up until the end of the season. Um and now this season, I mean he's the main man, Raul Ruiz Diaz is out. He's getting time and he's going crazy. He is. He's putting himself about. He's he he's he's playmaking. He's like the he's being like classic Freddie Montero, like when Freddie Montero was in good form. He's playmaking just as much as he's goal scoring. Right. A center forward. Like we were like talking a, about earlier in the a, episode. A Trecortista though, like a like a a half playmaker, half goal scorer. Like mm-hmm. he, he seems like he loves to pass or just like he loves that, the game, bro. He loves every aspect of it. Like the next game, <clears throat> LA Galaxy, low key the same thing. One of the few teams in the in MLS who's actually gonna try and dominate the ball against us. Who's actually gonna try and play soccer? So mm-hmm. shout out to them for that. They're like they got Douglas Costa, bro. They can't. They can't maybe afford to not. one of ten teams that actually try and play soccer in MLS. Everybody else wants to see the Sounders. Okay, resort to bro. If I had Douglas Costa on, on my team, I would just. I would just give him the ball every time and just say, hey, man, you, you put on a show, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. So Chicharito scored, of course. Douglas Costa scored a deflection. <clears throat> oh, Jamar um, versus for the Galaxy. Um, but Sounders came back. Jordan Morris bundled some some horrible crap over the <laughs> over the line. But, he, I mean, that's, that's a goal scorer's instinct. Where are you at with Jordan Morris? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's fully back yet. He seems physically... He seemed like he was he he was rusty and he was mm-hmm. he was slow. Whereas his, I don't know was it Matagua um, and maybe Leon. But yeah, Galaxy see, I mean, seen, I watched those. Those were like the only good Sounders games I got to watch. But like, it was such a cut below like level yeah. wise. Like, I don't really take much now. He's taken to it. He switched on physically. He mm-hmm. he seems to have a much more of a connection. So Christian Roldan is now wide right. Yeah, on the regular Albert Vargas. I mean, he's still starting. Um, Albert Vargas is he's. Like my second favorite sounder now at this point. <laughs> like, Man, I, swear I gotta, to I gotta follow the pairing now. Or Leva. I mean, okay, so he 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 is the. I do miss Atencio though. I can't wait for Atencio. Jordan dead. Morris though, like he he's definitely on the same page as Christian Roldan. Um, we seem to be using Newhu a lot more as an attacker, but him and Jordan's kind of still got to get on the same, the same path. <laughs> and uh, Jordan like has. I mean, he's getting that incredible pace back. Yes, he's his passing seems a lot more assured, and the timing of his passing, I'm really liking. I don't think I've really seen him do that little sweep back, like that little pendulum swing um, through the midfield where he like cuts through the midfield and he'll have like a through ball or a long pass to somebody. But I, I need, I want somebody to just help this guy just stay on his feet mm-hmm. as he scores, because. Before, when he was scoring a whole bunch of goals and a whole bunch of chances, it didn't really matter that he was always falling over. But the thing is, when he falls over, he doesn't, like, set himself time, so he misses a lot of shots. That seemed very, like, cryptic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, I think I the dude just him. needs to get better at finishing, I love bro, him, if I'm keeping like, it a buck. Like, 
like, like he's so good stay. at creating chances with his off the it's, off it's ball beautiful. runs and stuff. And he knows how to time a run to perfection, getting behind. He's got the physicality. Talk like, about Kareem Benzema, who can find a finish from anywhere. Like spend the next year, next two years of your career just. Tra- just practicing finishing all mm-hmm. different types of finishing or even curlers bro like if Outside jordan, of the boot, if jordan morris finished every single 1v1 he had in his career Doesn't i feel like he misses 1v1s bro more than he should like because he's trying to he needs to learn how to he needs to learn, to, how, to, to, he needs to learn to, how to finish how to bait how to bait a goalkeeper one way he tries to move way, the shoulder that. i don't know i feel like he, he like no none of that actually keep it simple hip. he needs to learn just square the hips up Curl it around, far po- far post, Just far corner. Shoulders versus the hips, and it don't, and you still falling over, dog. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, that's I my mean, only real complaint. Keeping up with the shooting complaints, uh, Albert Rusnak. I think I don't know where his finishing's been. I heard like. I don't. I hadn't really followed him at all uh, in his career, but I heard he was just this incredible goal scorer. Ten right? goal. Well, he, as the main man, I like so. what he does. I'm not trying to hate either. Like I think he's going to be great for us this season. But so far, at least, it seems like a kind of a sputter. Nah, start. nah, nah, nah. That's the thing. That's the thing. Football is football because he's been missing a lot of chances football too from the games. Is I saw football, man. At the top flight, it takes at the best teams in the world. It takes a year for somebody. We just talked about Luka Modric mm-hmm. taking a year. Yeah. Tiago is taking it yeah. at Liverpool. You know yeah, that's saying? all I'm saying, though. I'm just saying. I think for Sounders players, especially as something as a system like this, he's not going to be the main man at all. They're still trying to figure out where to put him. They're trying to play him he's, as the main man right now. He's, he's going to get better. Yeah, he's going to oh, yeah, get better. Yeah. But the thing you is, you can see the talent. For where sure. I've seen him most, it doesn't matter where he lines up because the way he's being used, he's being used deep, mostly as like used a, as a cam. I'm, I'm seeing, but but I've seen him drop drop in to fill the space that Newell's left behind, mm-hmm. like on the back line. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him. He like, does yeah, drop. he's trying to be a cam, but like a lot of the times where I see him on the ball, he's effective either deep or like in a, like a Nico Ladero space, which is fine. You know, Nico Ladero type stuff more out wide than he is in the center, but I'm not really seeing anybody. I really thought he was going to lock down that like right wing spot, but, and then rolled on. Bro, well, be bro it's only been a few games in the season. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying MLS to like isn't simultaneous. You still need at least half a season to a season to really adjust. I'm, I'm all for giving him time because even in the few games that I've seen him play, he was very bad the first few games, but he's slowly getting better, a mm-hmm. little bit, bit by bit. And he's starting to find passes and connections that I'm just like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. That it just that just looks good. I'm like, I, that was good soccer right there. Right. That, was, that was clever, you know? And um, I, I think as the team realizes that more, we have a few players who kind of have that have that kind of ingenuity in the pass and, and pass and move and the ability to combine. He kind of, I can kind of see him being that third player in between João Paulo and right now Freddie Montero. Right. Yeah. Um, as a, as a central like attacking mid. Right. I, I don't think, think. I mean, yeah, I don't think you can play him in the in like any deeper than that though, because I mean, João Paulo needs to play and João Paulo needs somebody next to him that's like. Obed Vargas the looked good. And Obed Vargas is another reason why he should not play there. But to me, it's very like. Clear cut, like he's going to be on the right wing, or he's going to be as like a, a center, center, yeah, a center in between, in between Joe yeah. Paulo. And I mean, I'm excited to see how he develops for sure. I've heard only like amazing things about him. I think so. he's going to be good. Uh, shout out to the Rodons; they're really turning up. Alex Rodon is is turning into a much quieter player than when he kind of broke out as a right back. 
but he's effective. That's fine. He's, he's it's because he's not a wing back anymore. He's a fullback. He's effective. Like, yeah. Um, but that's the thing. He's always best going forward, and yeah. and like I can see new who's crossing has improved. Um, but Alex is kind of oh. he's working a lot harder with he's working a lot harder with Christian to make sure that he he finds space or he creates space for himself. Now I know what I remember. Fuck, who did we lose to? We lost to RSL, and then who was the other one? Oh, Nashville. Okay, so it was during Nashville. It was When I was watching Nashville, I was like, yo, we cannot pass the ball out the back. Nope. And I know you say this is like a chronic issue with the Sounders, and mm-hmm. it's always been a thing. I swear to God, though, bro, last year, it was a lot easier. And last year, I think like that the transition from that five-back system... I think it helped us so much because yep. we could just stretch people out. Oh, you want to cover have, our wing backs? We'll push up to the end lines. We the don't have that left wing back that that'll kind of progress the ball. I think the reason that they, that they switched to the four back to the four two three one is to accommodate Jordan Morris because they're not going to Jordan Morris and Rusnak, but um, yeah. And well, Jordan Shoe, Morris is the main issue. Shoe though, clearly sure. isn't a wing not back. Issued the uh, reason for why we. I mean, yeah. I get it though, but Shoe clearly isn't a wing back. It's a combination, bro, because like they're not every single team is built to low block. Kansas City, Sporks, they're not going to low block. They have the other option, which is being super physical and having a super intense press, not letting anybody get any of the ball. Nashville did the same. They did both. Apparently, they're one of the best defensive teams in the league, and they have been in the last few years or the last yeah, year yeah, or so. Yeah. They had an incre- uh, They were very organized, incredible um, block, not even low block the whole time, mid block. But they they were able to press and harry the Sounders in like those connecting zones, and that's that's another thing about the Sounders. It's like they they start so slow. I read I read on uh, Sounder at Heart that um, somebody was like, "I hate when the Sounders like look surprised by the starting whistle," mm-hmm. and it, bro, it's so true. It's so true. And it's like a slow start is notorious, and it'll kill us. Every is that on time. Brian Schmetzer? Does he not prepare them enough? Like. Well, what yeah. we've seen in the Galaxy game was different, but at the same time, the reason that I brought up, it's the opposite face, but it's on the same coin, is because you know how we're going to win. The Galaxy dominated possession against us, so we won. Same thing with Leon. We won. All last season, we gave people the ball. I, we won. I think we should be interchangeable with the five-back system. I don't think we should completely I, forget I, about it. I would love if we could line up as like a, as like a back four, maybe, and have... Alex rolled on to shoot up the right side and keep a back three. Then you have a three, two, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Amoeba. Because our like when we played our, our best, we've never been symmetric. We've always had some type of amoeba, hydra, whatever the fuck thing going on. So <laughs> that's some that's some twenty twenty arsenal, twenty twenty one arsenal. <laughs> when we had fucking Kieran Tierney as our main form of attack mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sokka on the other side. <laughs> like, please save us. And it becomes predictable. Yeah, it does it does become predictable. That's so for sure. Maybe that win um is is a proof is proof of Brian Schmetzer's tactics. But maybe that win is also a condition of the game state. Right now we don't know. That's why I'm yeah. here for the season to I just I just feel like we were a lot more comfortable though. Because, I mean, there is a MLS is a physical league. You're going to have guys running hard at you. And, like, you got to be able to think fast, move the ball fast, and Man, get play out the injured. back. And, dude, I I really just feel like last season, like, watching Xavi, uh, I just felt like you we were good. Every time he had the ball in his feet, I was like, yeah, we'll be fine. Like, But now I just feel 
I don't know what it is. Um, especially, especially for like a couple games this season, it's like every single every single center back in our back line has something that they seriously need to work on. For Jamar, it's sussing out passing lanes, knowing when to keep the ball, knowing how to retain possession, basically. Because for some reason, there was one pass a game where he just gives the ball to someone straight up the middle, like he doesn't see them. For Javi, concentration, situational awareness, situational awareness concentration like what is happening around you who is crossing your space mm-hmm. who is who is that's an atrocious up? goal to concede who is behind you but my inner center back was in pain watching that goal we conceded to the galaxy and, and an honestly, incredible pass right. by the way Think, but. thinking of thinking of situation awareness game state what bro you're you're tackling dudes like crazy in the first 10 minutes of the game getting yellow cards and stuff right mm-hmm. anyways uh knew who his for me it's 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 crossing and working on his right foot being able to pass infield being able to be useful and like not just pass backwards or pass infield but be pass into the half space pass up mm-hmm. combine with somebody in the box i feel like if he if he's able to put that together and he's able to actually like actually have the team combine with him and be able to combine with the team also using his right foot our backline's going to improve like crazy. And I'm not saying that they're bad because shout out to Javi. He had a great goal versus the Galaxy to give us the lead. Yeah, beautiful header. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's season. our biggest issue, though. It's not even like the defenders defending. It's that transition. Like, can we move the ball successfully out of yeah. the back? To the f- I'm, and, like, I'm excited the for the season. The offense has been kind of slow to start. I yeah. know they're heating up now. but I thought um, it was a little interesting that, that Brian Spencer kept on Jordan Morris for so long for, for this game. Like, he kept him on for the entire game. Oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. Normal I mean, he's subbing out Jordan Morris, and I feel like in a game like against the Galaxy, we really wanted to try and stretch them, not to not to be in any danger, but they were putting us under serious pressure the last half of the game, mm-hmm. and we needed somebody to stretch them to get kind of give our midfielders a chance to breathe and give our, our shape a chance to kind of reset and decompress. Okay, yeah. But he didn't throw on. I'm excited to see Leo Shu. I'm excited to see Ad- Sam Adoniram. Like, Me too. We need I want to see big, more of him, bro. We want, like, we want those fast guys. Although he, he did not look great. I mean, it's. You know I'm not what, trying to judge. You I'm know not what thought I yet, had? But. That's gonna be. That's kind of interesting. I really want Sam Adoniram to go and get that one-on-one training with Eddie Johnson. Mm. Same physical profile. Same, almost same body type. Adeniran's a bit taller, but he's a bit more adapted for the modern game. Eddie Johnson he has this academy where he's like he he works with Christian Pulisic on just like technique, just like teaching kids technique. He, I mean, he was always about step overs and stuff like that. Maybe he wasn't the best himself, but he clearly has an effect. Like he's he's a very good coach, and not only that, I think like his natural ability to score was always incredible too. Right, he was a great header of the ball, and when he had time and space, he was a great finisher. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I think Adrian probably has to pay attention to like Rui Diaz to figure out like what a, what a really really good finish looks like. But I feel like some training with Eddie Johnson. Would Damn, be I want to cool. watch That'd Eddie Johnson. Cool, at least. I want to watch Eddie Johnson highlights now. <laughs> at least for the Sounders, that's how I remember him for the Sounders. Like especially his first year, he was very fast. He would get the ball just boom. Um, I just I remember it being exciting. That's all I yeah. really remember. I mean, he he would score that, headers like crazy. That kind of became yeah. his, his thing. But yeah, that, he was. Yeah. I always loved. I always liked liked his ground game. I always thought he was. He, maybe he wasn't like world class at or like at a normal like European top flight level, 
but he was a different type of player, and I really appreciated him for that. If if Adoniran can just get his technical skills down a bit, and maybe not the the refs an excuse to call a foul on you every five seconds, he'll be really cool. I'm excited for the team. Shout out Eddie Johnson. Shout out Eddie Johnson. Um, I think the team kind of needs to rebuild its bridge back to him because um, I think he would be a very useful like coach some somehow on that team. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of it. That's all I got too. Yeah, man. Well, thank episode twenty four, Kobe episode. Holy crap! R.I.P. Yeah, we came back. Holy, we we'll have to split this into two or something. This was crazy long. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dev Studios again. Shout out to, <laughs> to Dev Studios. That was a fire episode, though. Yeah. All right, I guess uh, Nick Solo out. Ben Scully, peace. Here, put that to your... Try that. Boop. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. (laughs) Boop, boop, boop. (laughs) Wow.